0: is
1: it's my show but not my show this is my show but not my show on active fm with my man musa and i myself Luando we are from Johannesburg. we are in south africa that's where you find us we are these guys you know who love you know speaking about things that matter you know uh, in this show you get inspired thank you for tuning in
0: hi how are you doing i hope you're doing well hey um, i'm glad you tuned in to our show i hope today you get blessed today we will be talking about what's your favorite miracle i'll be sharing my miracle rando will be sharing his favorite miracle you know so i hope you you have a great time i hope you get encouraged i hope you stay blessed you know i'm the blues man and i'm from johannesburg south africa and uh hope you tune in and listen and you'll be blessed Thank you. The wait is over. It's over. Hold on tight. We are in the overdrive. Welcome. This is your favorite station. Stay tuned.
1: Turn up the volume. The volume. The volume. Mm-hmm. 1. Two, one. Mm-hmm. I just want to
0: see the left. of the fm fm
1: I myself, Luandro, from Johannesburg in South Africa, you know, I'm a lover of God, I'm a family man and I love sport. I think the teams that are doing well at the moment, to be honest, is Liverpool, obvious I don't support Liverpool, I don't support any team, but you know, I think Liverpool is doing well and Man City, their structure when it comes to, you know, playing, being in a game and then best player is obviously Messi so another thing I love cars you know I love cars I love Koenigsegg I love Bugatti so there are many things I love nature what's my favorite animal I never thought of that so we'll have to come with an answer probably it's a lion yeah because it has so much to do with authority so I will go with a lion and then the second one I actually have the answer now I can think about you know animals that I think of an eagle that teaches us about life and a lot of cities. So at the moment the best city I think of that's actually great and being developed in advance. And I think it's Singapore and because they're helping like these huge nations also to build cities so i love that and then i love stars i love life in space i love you know things like you know to do with technology like your rockets and yeah i love farming i'm in love of these things i love farming i love plants i love trees i love waterfalls it's just one of my wonderful part of creation that i'm so obsessed with it's amazing it's like i can just spend a day just looking at a waterfall and like yeah that's that's it you know god has been great in in doing these things yeah so now what we're talking about we're talking about what is your favorite miracle i think this is very very interesting what is your favorite miracle looking at jesus you know miracles in the bible and what did how we raised people from the dead how we healed people people didn't have certain parts of their bodies like your your hand your your arm their legs some were crippled but you know jesus did this crazy crazy stuff and you will be amazed how did he do this you know what is your favorite miracle if you ever actually look at the bible you know you can actually on facebook just post to say you know, this is my favorite miracle and obviously you know looking at your favorite miracle from jesus miracles it's something that speaks to you it's something that makes you know that you know jesus is able to do this thing in my life you know what i'm saying and you can also share you know in terms of what Do you have any miracle that God has ever performed in your life, you know, uh, where you have actually experienced Jesus doing a miracle in your life, not someone else, you were praying for someone else, not just you. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love these debates where the atheists are like, yeah, but, you know, Jesus, we cannot, you know, actually uh, uh, give credit to Jesus, you know, existence, because there is no proof that he left behind. There is no miracle that is recorded until today. You know what I'm saying? I love stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that it's because miracles were there to actually serve people. You know, miracles are things that are recorded on people themselves. You know what i'm saying and that's actually the thing to say i can come to you, like you know hey i didn't have an arm and she just did something amazing and so i'm gonna be talking about my miracles favorite miracles and musa but i have this best one i don't think musa thought of this one you know what i'm saying so uh here i've been doing a research it's kind of a joke so should make sense we have been in a society especially when i was in school in high school i see it even now especially you know young people it's so serious you know growing up in in being in high school and what would happen is that you will have guys and they're all especially if a guy you know is, is trying to get a woman or a woman is trying you know to get an attention of someone else like guys attention and the biggest thing that they will talk about is this yellow bone thing so that means you sort of like you're not dark in terms of your skin so you light and people it seems like they attracted it's a trend thing you know what i'm saying and that's why in our days you see people even these celebrities they bleach themselves like hey i saw you black now you like this you know what i'm saying why because People, they love being, you know, yellow bones. And I did my research. And I know when a guy, you know, starts stealing their granny's makeup and they put that on on themselves, why? Right? Because they want to get someone in school, you know? Crazy things. And, like, you know, you, you think guys in the in the supermarket, they're busy buying pawns and all that. And you're thinking, you know, maybe their sister send them or what happened. But you you, you never figure out that, you know, it's actually for themselves. Why? Right? Because they're trying to impress And I have something for everyone, and I have been doing this research for so long, and I think it's going to help you. You know what I've realized? I've realized that, you know, everyone, so we call these people yellow bones. But one thing I've noticed is that not even one person, it doesn't matter how your skin looks like, the color of your skin, but not even one person, you know has black bones so you don't deserve to be called dark bone and try so hard waste your time you know trying to to become a yellow bone why because guess what happens you have white bones already you know what i'm saying you cannot get yourself to become so white like your bones you should appreciate (laughs) what you have so stop that and just focus on your purpose so again you know what is your favorite miracle all right
0: So, my favorite miracle in the Bible comes from Mark 10, verse 46 to 52. 46 to 52. It says, Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on you, Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, Cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. What a beautiful story this is because a man's life was changed because he encountered Jesus. So that's what we must look at also in our lives. And that's why I like this miracle so much is because the minute you encounter Jesus, your life changes. So as you see here, when he heard Jesus of Nazareth was around, he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He didn't ask, firstly, Jesus, son of David, I want to be healed. Jesus, son of David, he first asked to have mercy because he knew he was a sinner. So what's important here, we need to know that we are sinners. In every miracle that happens, it won't come when you have an arrogant, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to jump off this mountain and I know God will catch me. You know, that's that's being, you know, that's testing God. You You shall not test God. So, with this blind man, he he actually asked for forgiveness first, he asked for mercy. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet and he shouted all the more. So, how many times, uh, let me let me twist the story, but how many times do we preach the gospel or go out in our workplaces to talk about Jesus and all of a sudden, uh, people rebuke you and say, yeah, you don't talk religion, this is a business place, you don't talk politics, you don't talk religion, You, you don't." that's what I grew up with, they told me I wasn't talking about religion, politics. Yeah, how many times do people tell you stop talking about this Jesus? This is a workplace. Can you not see I'm working? I'm not at church here. How many times do people tell you that and you actually keep quiet? How many times do people tell you don't talk about Jesus and you actually stop? Now that's challenging because this blind man, he, he, he was undignified for God. So he, he didn't care. He shouted even more now. So if anyone tells you to stop preaching the gospel, you go preach it more. You don't you don't hesitate, you preach it more. Make them hear the gospel. Even if they don't want to hear it, they will hear it at the end of the day. The result of this blind man shouting all the more and asking for mercy and forgiveness. The, the, the result of that was in verse 49. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man and they told him to cheer up on your feet. He's calling you, throwing his cloak. Now, now, now look, before I go into verse 50. If you look at it, because he asked for mercy and he didn't keep quiet when people were telling him not to talk about Jesus, Jesus called him. Jesus noticed him. Jesus said, call them. So, so, how do you know you stopping uh, to, to talk about Jesus wherever you are is you stopping your own blessing? How do you know? So, you carry on because this man was blessed from carrying on, pushing on. So, verse 50, throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Verse 51, what do you want me to do for you? Now, notice in verse 51, uh, Jesus asked the blind man, what do you want me to do for you? If you ask God for mercy, if you ask God for forgiveness, you push to know Jesus, you push to preach the gospel, you push to do anything Christian related, anything God related, Jesus is going to ask you, what do you want? So the blind man answered rabbi i want to see rabbi meaning teacher rabbi i want to see the blind man asked jesus he wants to see and jesus says in verse 52 go said jesus your faith has healed you immediately he received his sight and followed jesus along the road so this passage was actually shared at a church service before at our church if you read there in verse 52 it says your faith has healed you normally what you question is what faith because i mean he was blind and he just asked for mercy and forgiveness The cloak that he threw aside meant it was putting an image to everyone that he's poor. So him throwing that cloak away, basically, he saw himself as no more poor. He saw himself as no more a beggar and that he threw that old life away. So to experience change in your life, you have to throw away your old nature. Because your old nature will be the one that holds you back. I mean, imagine you... I don't know if you know the exercises where you put a rope around your waist and then the rope is tied to a tire, a car's tire or a wheel or something heavy and you have to run and push it. It's very heavy, but now picture that that tire or whatever that's heavy that you're pushing. Picture that as 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 it being your old nature. And now you're going up a hill. How do you go up a hill? Let me say a mountain, make it more steep. How do you go up a Uh, A mountain with something pushing you back the whole time because as soon as you stop pulling it's gonna pull you back as soon as you stop climbing it's gonna pull you back so that's what the story is actually saying is that you won't experience true change if you don't change what I'm trying to say with that you won't experience real change if you don't change your old nature if you don't, that, that change is running away from your old nature. You don't even look at it. You just run away, focus on God. I mean, it gets difficult at times. We human beings, we, we make mistakes. It gets difficult at times, but that's why the blood of Jesus is there. And that's why Jesus is there. That's why the word is there, to keep us going. So if we do feel down, we don't we don't, we don't get depressed now and say, ah, oh, I screwed up again. Ah, oh, no, I, I keep messing up, you know? That's also some sort of pride. You can't always think everyone is out to get you or, you know what I'm saying. So what I'm trying to say is, um, in order to change, you must change your old nature. And there you'll experience true happiness. Now let me give a short testimony of my life. So what happened was, um, I, I, was I wasn't always in religious Like I loved doing things on my own. I didn't I don't like telling people my problems. I mean, I like facing everything alone. What I felt there is that, you just keep getting more down and more down and more down. You feel more doubt. But now once you look up to Jesus, it's like there's a joy you can't explain. Now, I love music. I made music for the world. But now when I make music for Jesus, it's different, you know. There's, there's a feeling you get that the other music you don't feel, you know. Because the other music you just feel down the whole time. Because I used to write music on my emotions. I never used to lie in my songs. I used to write about what I feel and all of that. But writing about what I feel people with the world would tell you that will you know that will make you feel better because you have to let it out. You have to let it out. You have to let it out. But now that you've left it out, now you keep on listening to it again. So now you're going back to that depression lane. But now with with religious songs, with Christian songs, you sing a song of faith, you know, it may not be easy. It wasn't easy for me to change from that old lifestyle to this new lifestyle. What I what I found important is never look back because once you look back you feel down and that even today i'm not perfect there's some downfalls that i have but you must hold on to the hope and that hope is jesus i'm gonna hand it over to London now. now that's all i have i hope you are blessed
1: i know a miracle that's like men's favorite miracle man's favorite and i think some women probably would like like parting and but one of the things that you know when you evangelize, like you invite people to church, you tell people about Jesus, how much He loves them, how much He died for them. And, and what will happen is that people will tell you, No, I'm in a good place. You know, I, I don't need to come to church because, <laughs> you know, Jesus actually turned water into wine. You know what I'm saying? So they're cool with that. So that's man's favorite miracle. You know, I think another miracle that speaks to me is when they had this woman caught in adultery by the the Pharisees and they brought her to Jesus and Jesus said you know if you have never sinned, you can cast a stone And for me, that was you know uh, that that's what compassion is. That's what grace is. Grace is compassion with the actions. You know what I'm saying? How Jesus actually saved them. You know, and the Bible actually speaks about this accuser. You know, we have an accuser that comes every night. You know, before the throne of God, every hour, which is the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Ready to actually say, God, this person has sin, and that sin in that miracle actually reflects you know uh, at the life of the enemy before the throne of God that always comes and accuses of things that we've done wrong look he did this and this and this and this and Jesus is like God is like you know what if Satan you have never sinned, then you can cast the stone but if you have ever seen Satan there's nothing that you can do and God now who has an opportunity to punish me and you because we have actually done wrong and guess what what does God do God is like you know even me I won't punish you though i didn't sin though i'm the one who deserves to punish you i won't sin but i forgive you and it's amazing because you know she says now to the woman go sin anymore go sin anymore what does that mean that means there's a better life i've created for you you know what i'm saying i'm giving you a chance i'm giving you freedom and uh, fulfill your purpose and for me that's one thing that's actually close to my heart and then you have I just did many miracles some of them they're like you find people in the funeral and this child was dead and they were ready about to bury the person and it was funeral and Jesus just you know is there and raises the child he tells them hey the child is sleeping they laugh at him <laughs> and he tells them hey go out and next thing Jesus raises this child back to life you know what I'm saying and it's amazing because with this miracle it's like you could imagine now the destiny of the family you know the 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 family always living with this it's like recording their life in their memories to say we are this child maybe if it didn't i would be this and this and this and this you know what i'm saying and maybe that was the child that was gonna save them from poverty we never know but one of the things that you learn about is that jesus with that miracle he changed the destiny not just of a child but of a family which means jesus can actually change what your destiny so that's like one of the incredible miracles that Jesus did. And then you have this special, special miracle of the woman who was bleeding for 12 years. And it sort of, you know, open your eyes and makes you as a person look back into your life, look at the people that are surrounding you, but the specific just you, it makes you glance on your life and actually see, you know, uh, what is this that i've been struggling with you know what is this i've been trying you know to get for so many years and that's what happened with this woman that you know she was bleeding for 12 years and bible speaks about that she came to a point now she was in a point where she didn't have a cash and also basing her situation on the law and she was separated she was isolated because remember the law at that time was that when someone was i mean heavy had, hemorrhage what happens is that people didn't want to be become ankin, be affected you know by hair so that was the problem that was happening at that time so uh, she was isolated. She couldn't, you know, uh, uh, have fellowship with other people. And remember, you need people. You need people. God created us to, to live with people. One thing that sin does, the sin separates us from people. You know what I'm saying? When Judah sinned, he separated, you know, from people. When we do wrong, you know, we become an enemy of people. People would do crime, especially it's hardcore here. It's, it, it's very rough. I mean, if you go to our townships and people, they know that you do so much wrong the whole community can actually you know beat you to death it, it happens sometimes and i know even in rural areas where I, I grew up in other places we always you know hear these things on the news and one of the things that you learn about is that when someone has been this famous witchcraft that's like killing taking people's lives the whole community actually bans that witch you know what i'm saying and so that's what sin does you know when you you're no more in control sin is controlling you it's getting you to places where you can't even you know imagine yourself to be and that's what happened with this woman obviously this was not something that she did wrong it was just a problem That she had and sometimes you know we have problems that we're not in control of and we don't even feel like we actually know that i didn't even cause this i didn't cause my dad to leave me i didn't cause myself you know to to always be this dumb child when people they look at me at school like you know this dude is dumb you know what i'm saying people they laugh at you and all that so she had that problem and what happened was that for 12 years she went to the doctors she tried to fix herself she she lost the money and she came to a point now when she couldn't help herself because she did all that she could and still you know only god could help her only jesus could heal it and she had faith. She decided that, you know, I don't care what people say. If they run away from me, they run away from me. I know what I want. You know, I'm not going to be controlled by what people say. And she said, if I can touch Jesus, I believe I will be healed. And she did exactly the same thing that she thought she expected. And she touched Jesus, you know, comment. And then the bleeding stopped. And she turned and told her that, you know, your faith has healed you. And it's amazing because, you know, when we have faith, not just any faith because most people they have faith yeah jesus exists you know god exists but that's that's not enough faith your faith needs to take you to god it needs to drive you needs to lead you to who to god you know what i'm saying so that's the most important thing and that's the thing this miracle specific miracle actually gives us hope now, when it comes to cases, areas in our lives where we have been trying to help ourselves, we have done all that we could do and we can't. You know what I'm saying? It gives us hope now in that, you know, certain aspect of our lives to say, you know what, but God can still do something. If you can just touch Jesus, you will be fixed there. In that specific place, you will be fixed. God will help you in that specific uh, place where you've given up, where you don't know what to do, where you confuse, confused. And you know, you know that until this problem is fixed your life will never be right and most people you know they take this bad thing that makes them you know live a life that's not good that they're not happy with and make it become normal you know what i'm saying that's not how life supposed to be people they live you know normal lives as if their lives are supposed to be normal but you know they're not supposed to be normal why because they've given up and they refuse to have faith and now i'm gonna give you one more and I, I don't know, it's an encounter. <laughs> so this is an encounter. I won't call it a miracle, but at the same time, it's, it's a miracle. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Someone was rejected by the community who was living in sin. I love these things, you know, Jesus helping people. Because I, feel, I, I know that I was one of those people, you know, Jesus helping people that were in sin. So what happened was that you had this woman, from samaria a samaritan woman i got it right samaritan woman that went to the well to get water and actually found jesus there she just asked her for the water and um so they had the whole conversation and she realized that you know this is the person you know this is the person i've been hearing about this is the messiah but the fact that she was like the worst, she was the least of the community. She was rejected. Obviously, she, she, she divorced. She was living, you know, with a man that she was not married to. So you can actually imagine her life, how bad her life was. That the community, you know, actually rejected her. And she was the least in the community. I mean, if Jesus Christ could actually help the least what about the rest you know what i'm saying and jesus the fact that jesus would actually you know decide that i'm gonna reveal myself to the least no no no, no not to the educated not to there's nothing wrong with educated people she still you know reveal himself to people who are educated you had you know she's disciples one of Jesus' disciples was actually a, a one of the a politic uh, a party one of Jesus' disciples so um you can actually see like people like matthew some of these guys that were that were educated you couldn't just be a tax collector because you like anyone but what i'm saying is in, in this specific you know moment jesus actually reverses himself to the least it doesn't matter how rich you are it doesn't matter how much money you have it doesn't matter you know if you're living your life maybe you just have a proper life and with family and all that but somehow somewhere There are places in our lives where we feel like the least, where we feel like not important. Sometimes you get that drug, you get alcohol, you buy, prosecute, all that. Why? Because you're trying to make yourself feel happy and important. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that's where Jesus now meets you in that moment where you feel like you're the least. But for me, it's that, that, that thing to say, you know, how much... Love does Jesus have for people? How much love does Jesus have? For poor people, how much love Jesus has for people when people they think they nothing, but he will decide to reveal themselves. You know what I'm saying? To a point that the whole, you know, community of Samaria, that vill- that specific village knew about Jesus, came to Jesus through this woman that they rejected. You know what I'm saying? And that's actually the, the thing. If you out there and you like, you know, there's nothing I could offer to people because I'm no one, I'm nothing. But there is something that's greater you can offer to people that they don't have, which is Jesus. But you need to, Jesus is always in your life. Jesus is always next to you, not in your life, but just next to you, with you. But you just need to open. You just need to have a conversation. And that's actually the conversation that we have. You know, uh, I can title this specific, you know, miracle to say this is the conversation that can change my life. This is a conversation that can change my life. And then just to close with this miracle, this is the best thing in my life. It changed my life. It changes my life. We never read about this encouraging. So Luke chapter 24 verse 5, it says, the women were terrified and bowed low before them. Then the man asked, why are you looking in a tomb for someone who is alive the greatest miracles of all times this is the greatest miracle of all times it's actually greater than the miracle of creation where everything began when god was creating because this is someone you know who was dead and has resurrected and that's actually jesus you know what i'm saying because you know sometimes you speak about the fact that yeah god helps those who help themselves but sometimes you never help yourself to come into existence god did it You know what I'm saying? The Bible says when we're utterly helpless, what does that mean? That means when you couldn't help yourself, but Christ just came at the right time. You know what i'm saying yes obviously now what happens when jesus comes now into your life that's when now you stand that's when now you live you know what i'm saying now you can obey you can you know use your muscles you can use your body to do what the lord says you know you can't just be a lazy man out there who's expecting that you're gonna be freed or god is just gonna make manna fall and stuff like that no god has revealed himself and he he has given you the word instructions of how to live of how to prosper you You know what I'm saying? Prosperity is actually in God's laws, in God's instructions. So that's actually the thing to say. This is the biggest miracle because it also gives us hope about of our future. You know, to say one day we will also go to heaven one day we will connect to heaven you know what i'm saying so that's actually the biggest thing the man that died and resurrected you know people will say yeah you're preaching to me and you're telling me that you know if i believe i will go to heaven have you ever died no i've never died but guess what i know someone that has died that went to hell who was from heaven and went to heaven again and that's jesus you know what i'm saying that's why then we believe in jesus because he knows it all you know what i'm saying so that's actually the thing to say and there's actually a spiritual death most people they, they, they will argue with you when you say there's god this she's just did this and this and this it doesn't make sense to them why because they dead into that life of god they dead into that world of god and what needs to be done is that God needs to resurrect them. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just saying there is no God, why wouldn't you ask for help to be resurrected in that life so you can be allowed to live in that world? It's the same thing. I mean, in order for you to live in this world, you have to be born into this world. It's the same thing. In order for you to exist into the kingdom of Jesus, you have to be born, you have to be born into the kingdom of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit that resurrected Christ from the grave. This is the greatest miracle of all times that you could ever have. This shapes your destiny this gives you a promise this is a miracle that gives us a promise and evidence that one day we also go to heaven and we will possess the same body that jesus you know has in heaven right now at this moment so if you want to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior don't be surprised like ah ah this this soul, you know it's so good yes this is my soul but not my soul on active fm with my man musa and Luando. if you want to accept jesus christ as your lord and Savior, you can pray this prayer dear jesus thank you lord for the greatest miracle of resurrection of life lord i pray that lord you give me life i pray jesus that lord you give me life by coming and living in me as i accept you as my lord and savior fill me with your spirit in jesus name i pray amen don't forget to visit our website on www.activefm.co.za and also our Facebook page, forward slash at ActiveFM777, Instagram page at ActiveFM777, our Twitter at ActiveFM. May God bless you. Nine, eight, seven, six, five.
0: stream reactives very own the movement album on spotify and apple itunes reactive it's a movement So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you, you've learned. I hope you know what's your favorite miracle. I hope now you get an idea of why it's my favorite miracle and Luando's favorite miracle. But anyways, you can catch us on Facebook at ActiveFM. You can catch us on Twitter, ActiveFM. Instagram, ActiveFM777. TikTok, ActiveFM spotify active fm yes please uh, contact us we'll get back to you and like our content we we'll like yours thank you have a great afternoon active fm radio has never been better